Hello. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Um, it's been a very long time <laughs> since I came on here and made a podcast episode. I don't even know how long it's been. Maybe like two months. I don't know. It's been a really long time. I've been super busy with school and work, a new relationship. And um, yeah, once again, the podcast just uh, fell on the back burner. But I have been thinking about it for every single day, actually, because it's been on my to-do list um, when I have the time to do it, and today I do. So I'm sitting down. I'm so excited and just happy to be back talking on here. Um, I really wish I could be more consistent with it. Like, of course, like it, it, it has nothing to do with me um, disliking the podcast or anything like that. It's just so hard to find time when I'm working part-time and in college and, um, you know, it's stressed living, you know, doing adult things. It's just hard. Um, but I'm here. So glad to be here. I hope you're doing well. Um, I hope people still (laughs) listen to my podcast. (laughs) Um, anyways, let me, let me tell you what, what we've had to drink. Let's explain something real quick. Actually, I need to talk about some coffee, coffee issues for a second. Okay, um, so actually, let me tell you what I've had to drink today. Um, first I woke up this morning and I had a chai tea. Um, it's like a vanilla caramel chai, super good. And then I had an Earl Grey tea with orange juice and vanilla. Um, it's from the new, the coffee shop that I work at, Rev. It's one of their new drinks. Um, super good I thought it was gonna be very weird and gross tasting but it was actually delicious and I had just gone on a run so it was really refreshing and nice to recover with that and now I'm drinking a matcha that I just made at home and I can't lie um I am a little disappointed in her because I accidentally bought matcha powder that was like pre-sweetened like it has cane sugar crystals in it Um, and I'm trying to stay away from sugar. I'm very sensitive to, like, sweet things, so that really sucks. Um, but it tastes good. It's just kind of sweet. But you might be like, Hannah, what the hell? What's with all the tea? Let me explain. My stomach is, um, deteriorating, disintegrating, dissolving, um, destroying itself from the inside out. Um, I have had severe indigestion and acid reflux for the past three months probably um where I just feel nauseous and like in pain all the time um I want to throw up all the time and like you know that sour stomach feeling where it's like you're not really about to throw up but you just feel disgusting yeah I feel that way often and um the biggest source of it is usually acid and coffee has a ton of acid in it so Um, the fact that I consume so much probably has detrimental effects on my, um, physical well-being. So, I'm taking a short, small break, or at least just kind of weaning myself away from coffee. I did also limit myself before, today's my first day with no coffee. Um, but in the past few days, I've had, like, one coffee a day, (laughs) and then I'll have a tea in the afternoon or something. Um, because I need to do this. I'm so tired of feeling, like, disgusting and horrible. And I'll let you guys know if my gut health improves. I'm very big on gut health recently, like, mostly because mine is shit. I can tell you that right now. Um, and I just want to feel good again and feel healthy and clean. So, 
that's what we're working with kind of sucks uh because you know i love coffee i will never i will never completely get away from it um but hopefully just a quick little what's the word um I don't know. I'm just going to stop drinking it for a second and see if I feel better. And if not, then we'll go right back to it. End of story. So there was something else I wanted to tell y'all. I can't remember, but um, something I just remembered is if you don't know, I have five Instagrams. Okay, guys? Uh, my personal one, at HP the person. We've got the Coffee Breath blog, which is for my blog and podcast. I don't use the blog anymore, but, you know, it's still there. It's where it all started. Um, and... I've got HP's Happy Places, which is my interior design Instagram where I post my projects and all that stuff. We've got HP's Happy Plates, which is where I post uh, my Instagram because I love eating good food and taking pictures of it. And then recently I started HP's Hip Fits where I will go thrifting and sell clothes <laughs> that I find while thrifting. Um, follow all of them, okay? This is me giving a little personal, what's the word, um what am I trying to say? I don't know. I'm promoting myself. Self-promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go follow my five Instagrams. Thanks, guys. Um, anyways, today's episode is about patience. Okay, so um, I know I said that I had just been really busy and staying away from the podcast because I was really busy for it, from it, um, but honestly I also just kind of ran out of inspiration and I didn't really have anything like urgent that I was like oh I really want to talk about this on the podcast um and I've been trying to like rack my brain about like what I would talk about and then today it kind of came to me patience and how important it is in your life um so let me give a little backstory this morning I went for a run like I said and um you know I used to run a lot like just yesterday I was looking on my Snapchat memories, and a year ago, yesterday, I ran four miles, and then two years ago, yesterday, I ran three miles, and then yesterday, I was like, oh, well, I was at work. I want to say I was just sitting around, but I didn't work out. I wasn't running, and I haven't run four miles in a while. Um, I haven't even run three miles in a while, I think. So, that kind of sucked, because um, I've talked about it a little bit on here before, but I have been really struggling with, um, I guess I've been beating myself up a lot about kind of slipping away from my fitness, healthy workout routine that I was in last year. And I've been trying to get back into it slowly. Um, it's just honestly super hard to fit in with my schedule, but I am doing my best, uh, because I've always loved being active and being healthy. And I just, I honestly just love running. So I've been really trying to get back into it and, um, last year was probably the most consistent I had been. I was running almost every single day, up to four miles a day, um, like, all the time, and it felt great. I loved doing it. It was, like, I don't know. It was, I, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't do it for anybody else but myself, and it was really nice, and then, um, when everything went down last year, and I just kind of, fell into a weird place and it was really hard for me to do anything so um I gained weight I lost my um what's the word uh what's the word I'm trying to find the word but when you struggle with when you used to be able to run really far now you can't <laughs> um oh god it's on the tip of my tongue whatever it doesn't matter so I'm trying to figure that out again and um recently I've been running up to two miles 
and I usually run about two every single time now. But today I was like, I really want to make it to three. Like three is just like my comfortable, like if I can just get in three miles, like I'll feel great. A little 5k. Um, and so I went to the park early this morning. I wasn't feeling really great. Like, you know, those days where you're like really into working out, you're just feeling super motivated physically, you feel ready. Like my body wasn't super awake and I wasn't, I, I wanted to go run. I was excited, but physically I wasn't feeling like ready for it um but I went and I started going and I was like maybe I'll just do 2.5 you know two and a half miles and um that's even more than two you know so I'll be fine with that if I make it there so excuse me I'm 1.6 miles in this morning and I'm about to die (laughs) so I had to walk which I never have to walk when I run. I can run two miles without stopping, and it's not a problem. But today, I got to that 1.6, and I'm like, God damn. So I unfortunately had to walk for a tenth of a mile, picked it back up, and then I got to two miles, and I was done. I just I couldn't go on anymore. I was super exhausted. And, you know, I just had to stop running. So I started walking again and I was really upset with myself and my body. And I was just frustrated because I didn't even make it. I barely made it to two miles when I've been fully capable of that. And I was fully intending and really looking forward to getting past the two miles today. And that didn't happen. And I was going to my car and I was like trying to... I don't know, I was, like, kind of beating myself up about it a little bit, but at the same time, I was like, well, at least you did something, and, you know, two miles is still fine, and it's better than nothing, you know, so I was trying to talk, my, make myself feel better about it, um, and then I kind of reminded myself that, you know, maybe my body is just not there yet, you know, I did just recently start get, getting back into running and um, trying to become more consistent with it, and it takes time for your body to build that up endurance that's the word endurance you have to build endurance that's exactly what I was looking for Um, and that takes a lot of time you know I reminded myself that two years ago um I kind of went through the same thing I graduated high school I'd stopped running and I hated how I looked freshman year you know I stopped working out I wasn't playing sports so I felt kind of gross put on a little weight and I really wanted to get back into it And I couldn't even get to two miles. And I remember the day I got to two miles and I was like so excited. And then the next year I was running six miles, you know, Um, but it takes time to get there. Your body has to you have to build that up. Your body has to prepare itself for that and become accustomed to it and used to it. And um, I'm not there right now. And that's okay. I need to remind myself of that. I tried my hardest to make it to the two miles, <laughs> you know, it was a challenge, and some days are just like that, if you run, or I'm sure it goes to, I don't, I don't be doing a lot of other kinds of working out, I'll be hitting the gym, not my favorite thing to do, if you run, or like, go to the gym, or whatever, like, you know, that some days, you just have an off day, where like, something hurts, you're really tight, or you just, it's just harder than normal, and those days really suck, but they happen, and then some days it feels like a breeze, you feel like you could just go on forever, so it was just one of those days where I got tired super quickly, and I tried to remind myself of that, and then I tried to remind myself that I just need to be patient with my body, and remember that it's gonna take time, you know, I can work up to those three miles, I I don't really know why I thought, let me go from two to three miles, you know, that is possible, but um, (laughs) probably not like 
the most reasonable thing. You know, usually you have to kind of work your way up, and I try to go up in 0.5 increments. If you don't care about running, I'm so sorry, but just stick around because this is this is not what I'm trying to talk about. We're talking about patience here, okay? The point is, I realized that I needed to be more patient with myself and with my body, um, and that eventually I would reach the 2.5 and then I would reach the three and then I would reach the four and however many I wanted to go as long as I stuck with it and um stayed calm and remembered that people have bad days people have good days and working out and all that stuff is just it takes time um being patient so as I was having this talk with myself in the car um (laughs) after my run I realized "Ah, I need to talk about this in my podcast Because I feel like people need to be more patient with themselves in all areas of your life. Um, I feel like, in general, I am a pretty patient person. Uh. Fuck, I'm so sorry, guys. It's the matcha. Anyways, and the severe indigestion issues. We're working on it. Anyways, um, I feel like, in general, I'm a pretty patient person. Like, in traffic, I used to be more irritated about it, okay? And um, I will say I'm a bit of a reckless driver. I will admit to that. Um, Sometimes I'm not in the mood to sit in traffic. If I'm in a rush, no. Like, I don't want to sit in it. Um, But if I'm in traffic, I tell myself, there's literally nothing I can do. Like, there is nothing I can do about this. I can't get out of my... Well, I could, but I'm not going to. Get out of my car and tell everyone to drive. Like... You never, you know what's so frustrating is when you're in traffic and you can't see the source of it. You know, like, it's, like, going on for miles and miles and there's no wreck and you can't tell, like, why everyone's stopping. Half the time, there is no reason. And you get past the traffic and there's literally nothing there and people are just being stupid. I hate when that happens. But in the moment while you're in traffic, there's literally nothing you can do to change that. You can't go anywhere. I remember one time... Um, I was driving from Lafayette to Baton Rouge, and y'all know that at Chavalai Basin Bridge, okay, there's always a wreck, there's always five million cops, and when you're stuck on it, you're stuck on it. So I was unfortunately stuck on it at one point in time for three hours, people, three hours. I turned my car off, I rolled my window down, I stuck my foot out the window, got comfortable and started reading and it was a lovely experience you know when will I ever be able to do that again I don't know um now if I had something urgent to get to I probably wouldn't have been feeling so leisurely and great about it (laughs) but it was still a frustrating situation that I had to sit there on the interstate for three hours but I was patient and I realized there is literally nothing I can do about it I'm doing everything I can which is sit here and read a book and might as well make the most out of it Um, And I think that is what people need to do when they're in traffic. You know, my dad has super bad road rage. And when we're in the car together and he'll be screaming about whatever and people driving. And it drives me crazy because it's just so unnecessary. And I try to tell him, I'm like, dude, there's nothing you can do. The people in front of you are also stuck in traffic. There's nothing they can do. So just chill out and calm down you know there's no point in getting worked up about it just be patient and eventually you'll get through the traffic right it clears up eventually every single time every single time it clears up there's no point in freaking out about it just be patient i think patience which i've I've also talked about this before on the podcast um patience is key to healing as well so yeah it applies to not being able to run three miles uh versus two and sitting on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge for three hours, but also it applies to 
getting over a breakup or getting over a traumatic event that's happened or um, recovering from a surgery, recovering from an injury of any kind, um, recovering and healing. That all takes time. And I think the biggest key thing to patience um, is working your way up to it where you get to the point where you've done all that you can and you are giving everything you can and then everything else is out of your control, you know? Um, I ran as fast as I could for as long as I could until my body was too tired to continue running. I did I did it as much as I could. You know, I pushed myself. I didn't just stop immediately. I pushed myself. I kept trying. And then when I got to the point where I was going to pass out, throw up, and die, I was like, okay, let's walk for a second, you know? Um, And if I have to do that every time, that's okay. If I have to walk multiple times and then to work myself up to not have to walk, you know, and I can get to those three miles, that's okay. Um, It's going to take time to get there. And I need to be patient with myself. And especially early on in processes, I think that it's so hard for people when you're in the beginning of something like getting through a breakup or recovering from an injury or um, actively doing something to heal, basically. Um, Starting therapy, all of that stuff, that's also a big process that you have to go through. And there's different steps, and it takes time. And in the beginning of the process, you just want to get to the finish line immediately, right? You're just ready to be over with and healed and fixed and not care anymore. Um, But that's not how things work. And you can't just jump to the finish line. You really can't. You know, people will force themselves to. They'll pretend like they're there. And then they have a lot of unresolved issues. Things aren't fully healed, you know? It's like a football player who tears their ACL and they jump back on the field a week later or gets a concussion, jump back on the field a week later. Yeah, you you did technically get back to that finish line, but you cheated your way through and your head still hurts and you're going to have more issues now because you didn't take the time to heal. You weren't patient with yourself, with your body, and you didn't allow it to heal properly and now you're going to have more issues, right? I mean, I ain't a football player, but I have seen it in the movies. <laughs> um, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. If you rush through things, if you anticipate the ending before going through what you have to go through to get there, it's not worth it, you know? It's never worth it. It's going to become worse than you expect. If you get out of a relationship and you know there's things you need to work on before moving into the next one, right? Um, but you avoid them and you say, I, I can't, I don't want to deal with those things right now. I know I have trust issues or I know that I have unresolved feelings about this and maybe I'm still angry about this, but you bottle them up, you put them to the side and you move on to the next person and then you're going to hurt that person because you still have all these other issues that you never addressed and you never worked through. And not only are you hurting that other person, but you're hurting yourself even more. And it's going to be a continuous vicious cycle because you never took the time to sit with it and be patient and work through it. And it sucks, but patience is always worth it, in my opinion. Patience is always worth it. If you took the time to sit down, if the football player went to therapy, fixed his leg, fixed his knee, um, if the soccer girl fixed her concussion made sure she took the steps 
to sit down. She didn't go to class. She didn't work out. She skipped a few weeks of things to actually let herself heal. And then she went back and she felt great, right? But if you don't do that, if you don't take those steps, if you're not patient with yourself, it's not worth it because you skip through them and you hurt yourself even more. So I could run two miles and maybe I'm not feeling great. Maybe I just want to like die a little bit. <laughs> um, and I, my body's telling me it needs to stop. I push myself even more. I throw up. I, I have really bad hips actually. So I'm throwing up, I'm crying and my hips are hurting or something. And I'm like, God, I should have just stayed at the two miles where I knew I could do it comfortably and safely for my body. And as I've gotten older, um, I've realized that our bodies speak to us a lot more than we think, and it's so important for us to listen to them. I think that we allow our minds to dictate and control so much of our actions and so much of what we do, but your body tells you a lot, and your body is wired by your nervous system. And if you've ever done research, on the nervous system and kind of how it works. I'm not an expert uh, by any means, literally at all. I only know how it works in response to trauma. Um, But, you know, when it comes to being patient with yourself and healing from trauma, which is something that I've had to deal with for the past few years, um, when you go through something traumatic, your nervous system reacts to that physically. That has nothing to do with your mind necessarily, or how you're perceiving things. It is something that's almost out of your control because it's your nervous system. You can't really control what your nervous system does. So it creates this battle between um, your nervous system who is in safety mode and let's protect ourselves mode and your brain who's ready to move on and um, ready to stop being worried about the past and get over that traumatic event and just move on and move on and move on. But your nervous system isn't there yet and you need to heal that in order to align I cannot believe a spam risk caller just called me and disrupted um my little tangent but anyways I don't remember what I was saying trauma healing being patient yeah um your nervous system is in fight or flight mode protection mode it's kind of freaked out and you have to work through the steps to heal it and that might look different for everyone there's a lot of different things you can do but if your body isn't agreeing with your mind, you're not going to be able to fully heal from that event. Um, And that was something that I had to learn the hard way and um, had to learn through experience, basically, um, encountering situations where my mind was in one place and my body was in another. And I realized, okay, wait, (laughs) this isn't, I'm still not healed from this, you know, enough. Um, They're not in the same place. They're not trusting together that we're safe and we're okay. Um, and I had to take a step back and remember that, um, what my body tells me is more important than my mind sometimes. And if my body's telling me that I need to take a step back and, um, continue to work on this, even when I thought my mind thought I was healed and ready, if my body and my nervous system are telling me that I'm not, then that kind of outweighs my mind and I need to focus on that pull myself back and listen to my body and my nervous system that's saying hold up woman we need to work on this real quick and figure this out and then we can move forward um and yeah it kind of sucks sometimes and 
I've spent plenty of minutes, maybe some hours, being upset about it um, and being upset about not being where I want to be and all this stuff. And um, I know that a lot of people relate to this, but being patient in those times is so important. And honestly, it's something that will not only benefit you in that moment, but will benefit you long term because it reduces your stress. When you're more patient, you're not as stressed out and frantic and your blood pressure's decreased and you're way more chilled out, obviously, when you're patient, right? Um, so therefore, you're, you're going to have more positive effects on your mind and body because you are patient and you weren't so stressed out and freaked out about getting things done and meeting that mark and meeting that goal. Um, and that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to slack off and sit behind and stop doing things. But my point is that you have to follow the right steps. You have to stay on track, stay consistent and do all that you can. And when you've done enough, when you've done that much and there's nothing else for you to do, but you're still not there, then the rest is out of your control. You know, it's going to take time and that's where patience comes into play. You can give it your all and that's, that's all you can, right? That's all you can do is, is give it your all. Once that's given, if there's still something left to come, it's time. Usually it's usually time. So you have to give it time and be patient and being patient to yourself is just one of the greatest forms of being kind to yourself, which I think we all need to work on. I know that I definitely need to work on it. I have been so unkind to myself, especially my body, um, for the past few months, honestly, I've been really struggling with it. And that's kind of why I get kind of more frustrated about it because I'm like, oh, I just want to look as fit as I looked last year when I was running four miles a day. And I wish I was running four miles a day again. I wish I had the time for that. And um, I don't love the way I look right now. I used to look better, in my opinion. Um, and sometimes I'll get really down about it and really hard on myself about it. And it's so not fair. Um, I think that in our generation, or at least in my small world, I don't receive a lot of bullying or a lot of hate or anything or a lot of criticism from people. But, you know, when we were younger, bullying and mean comments and mean girls and all that stuff, that's a way more prevalent thing. And um, as you get more popular nowadays, I guess those are the people who receive the most hate. But people are still so mean in this world and they can still say so many hurtful things to people. Um, so why not be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself? If you're feeling all this pressure from other people or... Um, just mean comments from other people then you don't have to listen to them and why not be kind to yourself and say nice things to yourself take that pressure off of yourself you know and that starts by being patient um it's so hard when we have a goal and something that we want to achieve that we just want to jump right to it but that's not how it works um and it's always way more worth it um you can cheat your way to the end. I actually just listened to a podcast by Emma Chamberlain the other day, and it was about um, integrity, which I thought was such an interesting topic to talk about. Um, and she talked about how some people have a lot of integrity and will push themselves and, and hustle to get where they want to get and become rich and famous and meet their goals and 
what become very successful basically it doesn't mean you're rich and famous but become successful in whatever they're striving for and they have extreme integrity and then there's some people who become super successful become rich and famous and wealthy and great but they cheated their way there or um they got there in an unfair way or they hurt other people along the way and those aren't the people that don't deserve it and one day it will come back to bite them you know one day they'll realize that they're probably not actually happy and it doesn't mean as much if you don't work harder for it if you don't give yourself the time for it um it's way more rewarding being patient and allowing things to come to you as they're supposed to rather than rushing through and cheating your way through it um I know it's hard as humans we just want that instant gratification and I'm so guilty of it too but we've got to be patient and I feel like honestly you can achieve anything you really want to honestly um there's always ways to find connections and directions and places and people to go to to get you wherever you want to go and do whatever you want to do um you know you might not be the happiest at it depending on if it was an authentic desire or um something you just wanted because others want have it but if you're patient and take those steps even if they're small and they take years to get to um it's so worth it anyways i think i'm gonna end the podcast here um I don't know. I hope you got something out of this and just remember to be patient to yourself and it will result in kindness and feeling so much better physically, mentally, all of it. Um, Sorry, I got an email from my teacher. Anyways, um, I love you all. Thank you for listening today. Remember to start practicing your patience when you're sitting in traffic. Remind yourself that it's out of your control. So just calm down. I have Kai. Be patient. Take some time. It, It you know, it's all right. Chill out. Give yourself a moment. Love you all. Blessings, peace, kindness, happiness, joy, sending it all your way. Woohoo! All right, bye.